I'm Yvonne from Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. And I'm Anita Joyce from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. We've got tips, tricks, and decorating advice for you, so let's get started. This is Episode 9, Fixing Home Problem Areas. And what we're really going to be talking about is the areas of your house that you maybe don't love, maybe dislike, and maybe some people even hate parts of their home. And today we're going to talk about having an action plan to go ahead and get those things, those areas fixed and the things done that you need to be, that needs to be done in your house. Um, I'm going to start out and ask, just throw this out to everybody. Are there areas of your home that you don't necessarily love? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> when, That's a very hard question, I know. <laughs> well, I, I am in love with my house. I really mm-hmm. am in this, this rapturous love affair with this old house. But there are definitely things that I didn't love about it 14 months ago when we moved in that we have fixed. And there remains to be a few things that... Um, are harder fixes, although a lot of the things we did here, like new waste pipes and new plumbing and new electricity and new driveway and all of that were, you know, (laughs) not only hard, but, um, you know, a little expensive. But what remains that will be an issue for a long time, I think, is the fact that I have a very long and narrow living room, Mm. which is almost more like a a keeping room or a parlor um, because this house was built in 1886 so it's mm, a little wow. hard to make that room into a you know a family room for mm-hmm. a family in 2017 mm-hmm. and another issue is upstairs where we cannot have proper nightstands on either side of the bed and oh. I, I can explain the configuration of that room as we get further into today but those are two what I would think are glaring problems that are a little hard to fix but I am developing a plan so I think I'll learn some things today too about (laughs) how to tackle those two problem areas oh my good for you yeah for me I we just moved into our brand new house three years ago and and I got to do the design work on it so I'm very happy with my house but as as y'all know we bought a in a retirement home in North Carolina and we bought it because of the amazing view and we're actually renting it out now as a vacation rental because mm-hmm. you're not going to retire for maybe 40 50 years so oh, I'm, because i'm 20 <laughs> that's, that's right i'm she'll have every single problem in that house done <laughs> <Retire>. by then <laughs> i don't see you ever retiring <laughs> well i retire uh, my you know not me of course of course i'll be doing this for y'all forever <laughs> because i love it so much mm-hmm. but it, it so we bought it because of the fabulous view and, and closeness to this charming little little town of black mountain but inside the house there's there's really nothing I you know the layout is fine but I the finishes I don't really like any of the finishes so I I just want to just gut the whole thing to be honest with you and start mm. over so I have I have so many problem areas I don't even know where to start in that house probably the kitchen <laughs> oh that's always that's always my first place if that's a mm-hmm. problem area um, in my home we built our home 21 years ago and um, 
I pretty much built it the way I want. There's things that, you know, when you live in a house, you go, oh my, I wish I would have done this or that differently. The thing that I didn't realize when I moved into this house is the exposure of our family room. And, um, well, just take a little sidestep. Kelly, I can relate to this. It's my house is like there's two big huge bowling lanes put together and that's one <laughs> I have the front lane of the house and the back lane of the house and it's all open so in the back lane of the house my family room is very dark because it is my whole house is covered by a porch and it's a covered porch so we have a big wraparound porch and it doesn't seem to affect the rest of my house but just the way the sun filters in that family room can be very dark and mm. oh does this bother me it's but you're not going to take the porch off are you no I'm going to put tons of I'm going to knock the wall out and put tons oh, of windows in okay okay great yes. idea and it's something that literally has bothered me for a decade the mm. first decade I was too busy sort of decorating things mm-hmm. and once that was all done I'm you know we we have actually re, we have gutted almost every room in our house from the floor up and redone it um but that's something that really annoys me because it's just dark in there and Mm -hmm. I just I want it to be nice and sunny the rest of the Mm -hmm. house has so many windows so that's my main problem area Mm -hmm. and uh so windows it is all round. I think we're going to do a couple sets of French doors and windows there beautiful yes but you know girls when you do anything you know what I say if you fail to plan you're going to plan to fail and that's so true that um, we'd like to share with our readers today an action plan for when you have those projects and they may be a little bit bigger and you think oh I'd never be able to do those but we're going to give you some really um, sage and concrete advice we hope that so you can tackle these issues and these problems and hopefully not have too many hiccups along (laughs) the way and I'll start and and tell you the thing that we do the first thing you have to do is save I mean I know that these um, windows we're saving for them because they're not inexpensive but they will they would really add to our house Mm -hmm. so we're not in our household we um, save until we can purchase something we don't usually I can't think of many times that we've purchased too much on credit so we'd rather save before we even think about spending Mm -hmm. the other thing we do is we actually we actually have like a house account and that's where like all we put money aside for maintenance and upkeep and things like if we want to do something new oh you're so organized well, not, I just sounds that way, but uh, it's, you know, save more than, more one month. Don't save it all the next, save more, mm, you know, you so that's how it goes. But the idea is, is that you, you know, the money, you have the money, you have it put aside um, before you start the project and it's worth waiting for. Well, with the house that we're in now, as I've alluded to, we've done major renovations mm. in a very short time and we had while to dial up to it so the the two things that i mentioned today are are almost more decor issues Mm -hmm. so i'll jump into the the bandwagon of major fixes and Mm -hmm. and dial my clock back a little bit and talk about what we did in getting ready to restore and renovate this house Mm. um i Mm -hmm. i did a ton of research i had Mm. time to do it and i made sure i took the time to do Mm. it because Boy, there are a lot of different price points out there for a lot of different mm-hmm. products. That's right. And 
and what you think you might want, uh, particularly when you're moving into a home that uh, you you haven't lived in yet, and you're going to be a new um, owner, or you're going to be building a house from scratch. You know, without being in the house, um, you you might have thoughts about things that you want to use or materials you want to use that gosh, when you get there, you really, you don't think it's going to work. Or when you look at the overall budget, that's going to be too expensive. So yeah, I Kelly, did a lot I, of research about different types of, of um, finishes and flooring and countertops and all of that. So I had an overall idea of what this major undertaking was going to cost us. So wise. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I was going to suggest next is that you do research, especially on big ticket items or any kind of work in your house, tiles, countertop, appliances, any big purchases. Absolutely. I think research is very important. And there's so many more options on research now than there used to be because the internet is just your oyster. You can go on Mm. Pinterest and get ideas on Howls.com, lots of ideas on blogs and Instagram. And then you can Mm -hmm. also do some research on specific appliances. You can check out the reliability ratings and so forth. There's just, and you can, and now you can get, you know, the information on reviews that on many items so oh my they're like the best our best friends when we want to do a project that's exactly right so I think that research step is very important and it's just so easier than ever to do the research and, and make sure that you're making the right purchase and I would add into the researching is get yourself at least three estimates for each thing that mm-hmm. you're going mm-hmm. to contract out for good great and idea uh, I was acted as my own general contractor here and put de- together my own s- team of, of subcontractors, mm-hmm. which saved us a ton of money. Um, contractors are usually like a 30% over the cost. So maybe we'll talk about that in a different episode because mm-hmm. that could be a standalone episode about being your own contractor. But I would highly recommend at least three estimates. And... Mm-hmm. I will give you an example of painting our wood-clad 1886 house. So I thought, never had a fully wooden house before. You know, the sun beats down relentlessly, particularly in our back, south-facing. Is it um, clapboard? Yes. Mm, and okay. Oh, okay. It need, and it was ver- a variety of shades of sunflower yellow, because I think the old gent, whatever, he would go to the paint store, maybe what was ever, you know, sometimes people return paint. <laughs> in the yellow category he would grab that can on sale and it was a, so there was patches it was crazy so everything needed to be hand sanded so i thought oh i'm gonna get a quote from these people i've seen their signs you know in front of beautiful homes all mm-hmm. around my neighborhood and i'm gonna call them i know they're gonna be a little pricey but i'm gonna see so they drive up with the shiny van and the guy gets out with the polo shirt with the name of the company and he's got a clipboard and he's got a folder and he's got a paperwork and all this and he gives me a quote for painting our house of thirty six thousand dollars oh Ouch. my well you do live in la but, <laughs> girl okay let, listen to the end of the story i'm not a, insane i'm not cuckoo and then uh, maybe just a little and then we had okay well i was like whoa i think his name was brad i was like whoa brad let me let me talk to my husband about that like you know quickly like took the paperwork out i was like i'll reuse his folder i'm never gonna call him I'll and then his folder. <laughs> thanks for the folder brad and then <laughs> poor brad I called some, 
someone uh, gave me information on somebody who was a uh, specialized in old houses, which you know, like, okay, that now they're niche. They're probably going to be expensive mm-hmm. too. But he came. Oh yeah, add twenty percent to that one. Well, he only came in at fourteen thousand. Oh wow. wow! But he had just had some knee surgery or something, so I wasn't so confident about. Okay, him, so but- now Kelly, can I step in here? Because I what I want to no, say about you're this. No, my punchline. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we want to hear it. Okay, so I had my, so I already had contracted with a drywaller to be my sub, and I said, oh my gosh, I, you know, he saw me trying to get painters, he's like, you know, I know somebody, I've worked with him for 30 years, he's a great painter, let me call him, he calls him, the guy drives up, you know, it's a nice van, but it's not shiny, it doesn't have the name on the side, and he comes out in white overalls, you know, no specialized polo shirt, no clipboard, no folder. $6,800. Whoa. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, Crazy. wow. That's a $30,000 difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's And huge. did he do a good job for you? A beautiful job. Okay. Wow. And you know, well, that's a beautiful a- job when it's painting when almost two, maybe even more than two-thirds of the, the time they've spent doing prep. <sighs> wow. Well, what um, I was going to say is, I yes, absolutely do that research, and you're going to possibly find huge price differences but also I wanted to mention that I don't often go with the lowest bid because Mm -hmm. I do a lots of research my builder was not the cheapest builder but there was so much that he included in his price that you couldn't tell when you looked at other builders and Mm -hmm. also I just got fabulous feedback on him I mean when you talk to the previous clients and they say they were sorry when the project was over because they missed the person that's who you want to work with even if they're a little bit more Yes, I agree. I agree. And you know, the cheapest one is not always the best one. In this right. case, it happened to be. Yes. Or, <clears throat> excuse me, or if you have someone who's contracting, well, like on our kitchen, we did have a contractor, and the painter, well, the painter came in, and I, painters, I don't think they were 18 years old. And oh. I was very, and he did a wonderful job with everything, but I was very specific. My my cabinets all of my cabinetry was literally created in my garage when my mm-hmm. house was being built from yeah boards. me too it was all handmade mm-hmm. and it was handmade in a special style very you know old farmhouse but with some really updated mm-hmm. trim and the only thing I said to my contractor was I really want this painted well and we wanted oil because we hadn't had it painted like in 14 years and it held up beautifully it didn't even really yellow or anything, so that's what we wanted. Well, I watched them start painting, and I said, when the contractor, um, how many times have you painted with oil? And that was their first time. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I made a quick call to him and said, forget that. We're going to take that off off of your jobs, and we then found somebody to paint it because it just wasn't a good job at all. So you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, really true. have to be careful. Even if you do your research, you still have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Well, true. that's the beauty of being on site when you're ha- mm-hmm. doing a major renovation. Ah, right. well, and I was yeah. able to be here every day. We lived through the renovation. We were That's all really nice if you can. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's that's tough, though. Yeah. That's yeah, because you live in, mm-hmm. but hey, you know, what? yeah, well, I, yeah, I just, you don't want to, because I remember at the farm, we had uh, told them where that we wanted the house, and they did the pad, and I came out, and it was pointed a little bit, quite, a little bit the wrong direction, but, you know, wow. at that point, you can't move it, so I was like, okay, I guess this is the way the house is going to be, okay? <laughs> I'm kind of surprised you didn't just try, Anita. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, true. 
But I think that one of the biggest things that you can do, literally, is get feedback from other people who have used that Mm -hmm. company or whoever. And I think um, recommendations are are really important and pay Mm -hmm. close attention to them. Online online, um, research is so important to do. See who these people are, see what they're, how they're rated. Uh, You just can't do enough of that. Okay, so what if you buy something and then you just hate it? Oh, goodness. And it was expensive. Anybody have that experience? No comment. Uh oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> not allowed to have no comment. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even think of anything specific, but I know it's happened. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah. No. I don't I don't know of anything that was a huge ticket item that we let that we just really hated I did have um, when they were doing the front of our house we have a big stone gable and and stone on the front of our all the way around the front of our house and um, I came to check it out one day and we have a nameplate it's very common here in my my neck of the woods like old houses they name their their house and then they have the the name of the people who own it and the date and we actually had to go to a um, a uh, cemetery headstone uh, maker to get this name nameplate, oh, and he had spelled my name wrong. Oh, <laughs> so they had yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> and then I said, oh, it's just so much. I mean, we had to wait weeks and weeks for this to be done. It's all hand done, and I said, oh, Bobby, I don't know. Do you? And your your we'll, name is not complicated. They well, it's my wrong? first name, Yvonne. They, it was Yovon. Yovon. Yes, yeah, really. And at that point, you know, we were going to make our everybody six weeks behind, and we had sold our house, and we were living. So, with are you my now Yovon? Is it now Yovon? No, house? no. I, I <laughs> you had to did, go with it for a minute. I said, Yo, Bobby. Oh, just, just, Yovon. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it for heaven's sakes. And my husband said, Absolutely not. And thank goodness he did, because I would have been Yovon. Or Yo Yo Vaughn. But yeah. Okay. It's, but so neither one of you have had buyer's remorse. How about you? Or had to deal with that? Oh. Well, I had a buyer's remorse on a whole house one time. Does that count? I think that might count. Yeah. Oh, that's a biggie. Yeah. I. But it was. You know, we were getting married, and my father-in-law picked it out, and you know, I. I didn't really have much say in the matter, and then I was stuck in the house for seven years. What can I say? Seven oh, years. Gosh. Yeah, I hated it for seven years. Yeah, that's right. That's I mean, you're right. grateful you have a house, but was you I don't grateful? want to be in that house. No, I said you're grateful you have a house, but right, not I'm not that in that house, house now. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh I, yeah I just yeah, I yeah. But you know, okay. the prices went down right after we bought, so we felt like we were stuck oh. there. Oh, I've yeah, we were going to lose a lot of money if we moved out right away. Oh, absolutely. I wallpapered a wall, and when it was done, I didn't have the heart to tell my husband. <laughs> you with the I mean, paint I'm and the a lot about him I know but he is like the most he's such a handyman when we first got married like he'd pick up a wrench and we'd all run in every direction because I mean he couldn't do anything then he went through a phase where he had to do a home improvement on the major holiday I oh, do not no. know why yeah he just like something would break or whatever and he'd wait till like Easter morning and decide oh I got to get this done so everything so <laughs> he went through that phase but actually he's really awesome but I he put up wallpaper one time and I looked at it and thought oh I really don't like this 
and oh. I lived I had to live with it for a long time I just I couldn't I could not tell him oh. I don't like this oh yeah but you know well those are those are even though it's, it could be a little emotional those are kind of easy fixes so they are easy getting fixes. back to these big fixes mm. so, or mm-hmm. you know things that you don't like and and how to fix them so we have save for it you know don't run out and just you know get the the cheaper windows you know get the ones that mm-hmm. are going to be mm-hmm. efficient and beautiful and that you're going to enjoy it for years to come obviously do your research including getting lots of quotes uh and estimates and uh how about what you, about measuring make, and all that kind of business yeah so it w- that'd be sort of mapping it all out and taking yeah, all your measurements yeah exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important, obviously. Um, you don't want to be buying things that aren't going to fit and or furniture mm-hmm. that's there's going to be too much furniture. Are you referring to the chairs that you didn't measure? <laughs> yeah, the chairs I didn't measure. I love that, that story. I that love up, that okay? story. And like, <laughs> what episode was, was that? that? That was a funny. dream state. Uh, (laughs) well but even in big projects I think you really need to know what goes in Mm -hmm. and and what size it is and you know especially like a dishwasher we put a dishwasher in that I swear we had to squeeze in because it was it was bigger than the space I don't know how we got it in we probably took off all the um (laughs) uh, what is that stuff Uh, insulation oh my Um, goodness but we got it in but you know, you have to be careful because yeah, my brother calls that stove installing anything. Yeah, that's called beat to fit, paint to match. Oh, <laughs> beat to fit. I love that. So you have to be really careful, if, especially if you're a DIYer, um, and you're not not having somebody do a big job. I mean, we'd never put in our windows downstairs. That's that is definitely above our pay grade. But other things, you just have to be so careful because sometimes you know if you buy them and you and you start playing around with it, you may end up with it. Well, and I think yeah, another I mean, tip I would suggest is if somebody doesn't feel comfortable making these decisions, please hire a professional. Mm, you know, it really depends on your comfort level. If you feel like you can do it, then go for it. But you know, some people they're just feeling queasy about the whole thing, and if that's the way you're feeling, it's worth it to spend a couple hundred bucks with a designer or, de- or decorator uh, to avoid, you know, buyer's remorse. You, well, you're right, but we feel queasy quite often here <laughs> when oh. it comes to <laughs> doing things around the house. But you know, that would be the smarter thing to do. Yeah, it doesn't right. hurt to have another, you know, another opinion. You don't have to have somebody there by your side with every choice, but maybe just an overall uh, view and plan and mapping it out. Another thing that I would suggest, uh, having come, having done several large renovations, this being the, the largest and maybe the the largest of my lifetime, because I think <laughs> I'm just going to be the little old lady from Pasadena in this house, you know, <laughs> in you know, in 75 years or so when I get so, old. Yeah. But, yes, um, right. What I found to be helpful is focus on on one area. You have your overall plan, your umbrella Mm -hmm. plan, but Mm -hmm. then focus on one area and get it done. And then Mm -hmm. you can feel like you've accomplished something. And in our case, we could also then start to live in that additional room, you know, because we were kind of all in the dining room and all Mm -hmm. in... Peter and I were sleeping in the living room and the girls were sharing a little bedroom and we were able to slowly expand our living space as the, we conquered the rooms and changed, changed them to what we wanted. Um, but if you start water bugging around, which is mm-hmm. kind of what I call it, you know, mm-hmm. you do a little over here and then you do a little over there and maybe you put some molding in this room and mm-hmm. that's going to 
it's not going to feel as satisfying Absolutely. and it's probably going to ultimately cost you more money because you have to keep bringing people mm -hmm. back in so and get your overall plan and then attack it systematically room by room and you know we both we all i think would agree that if your kitchen is a problem start with your kitchen first that's going to be the heart mm -hmm, of your home mm -hmm. and you know you were talking about um doing a little here and a little there but then your your house isn't done till it's all done and that's mm -hmm. the sad part it's not a very it's not very satisfying right, right. It's not. and even oh. in a small thing like redoing a room or we're just about ready to put tw i have 27 um boxes of hardwood laying around in my uh, uh um master bedroom in my sitting area and there's so many moving parts just to do that. Can you imagine if you started, you, you moved all the furniture out and then, oh, well, we better get to something else and mm -hmm. didn't finish it. You just would feel very unsettled all the time. I, I agree with that. I like mm -hmm. to go with one room at a time and then I check that off and I'm so happy and I do, you know, it's like a big celebration every time a room <laughs> is finished. And then, yeah, Anita, by the time you're finished it all, you start again. Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds... Because oh. we're sick. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right, Kelly. Mm -hmm. Well, and so I wanted to talk for a minute about the buyer's remorse and mm -hmm. how to avoid that, because I think that's a real problem uh, that, that we all have. We Either we're, we've had buyer's remorse or we're worried about having it. So I, th mm. I think one of the keys is to really sleep on these big decisions and mm -hmm. don't feel pressured by salesmen or deadlines because you know you may feel like it has to be done right right away but often you have a lot more time than you think you do so and and the, mm -hmm. when you have a better plan you feel better about things yes you yes know, when and you plan it out and it, like mm -hmm. we're telling you you save and you research and you mm -hmm. map it out you know what you're buying you have a, a much better sense about being in control of what you're doing and that really goes a long way to help that too you know, in our experience here, uh, and maybe I'll get into the details of this story someday, but it took us a year and eight months to actually purchase this house because of the the gentleman who lived here and um, because if he was a hoarder of Olympic proportions and, and wouldn't get movers. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm getting into the story now, so just stop me. But... Um, <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where you're saying to yourself at that time, why is this happening? You know, we had to let buyers for our house go that made terrific offers because we couldn't get in here. And, you know, it was slowing everything down. And, you know, when you're just ready to go, you're ready to go. But in hindsight, it was probably one of the best things that happened because it gave me a, a, a year and eight months wow. to plan to dream, mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, ponder, to research, to mm -hmm. get estimates, and to make decisions um, that I would not, probably would not have made had I not had all that time. I might have rushed mm -hmm. into something. I know what I thought I wanted in the beginning is not necessarily what I ended up with at the end. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. overall look, yes, but the particular finishes, maybe not. So, um, you know, sometimes when you're either forced into a situation where something takes more time or you just are able to sort of put the brakes on a little bit and slow down it, it's the best course of action because these are big decisions that cost money and that you're going to have to live with and you don't want to have buyer's remorse if you don't mm -hmm. have to well and, so, and i tend to avoid it i tend to be a leaper anyway so i i kind of need to be reined in at times mm -hmm. because i'm like oh shiny pretty 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 let's do it <laughs> that is so funny because i don't get you as a leaper at oh at my all. goodness i am such a leaper it's bad because, but you're a capricorn too and not that i'm all astrology but <laughs> oh um, happy birthday darling usually by the way they are happy really birthday to both of you <laughs> 
Interesting. A leaper? The whole motorcycle mm. leaper yeah. thing. A whole new side. I love I really kind of like loves that. chamber music. Hey, listen, girls. <laughs> our time is up for today. We I know no. we could talk a little more yeah. about this. I know. I know. Uh, but, um, but we've we've run out of time, so um, maybe we can we can talk about this. And you know what would be really a good idea is to talk about this on a smaller level, like doing mm-hmm. things like what if you need a new bed, or what if you how do you mm-hmm. how do you buy a new dining room table um, with a plan of action? Because yeah, even we the can talk about my things, narrow living room and yeah, my lack of proper nightstands. There mm. you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I just want to say to our view- viewers to remember we are here for you. And we want to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us. And if you do rate and review us, we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway. The details are for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode and you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.